Welcome to the Veronica Campos podcast, where we have raw conversations, tips, and more about real-world topics. Motherhood, working moms, motivation, mental health, fitness, finances, time management, hardship are just a few topics. There are no limits on discussions we have. Hi, everyone. Veronica here, your host. Thank you so, so much for all of the love that I received on my first podcast episode. The messages that I received from women and moms and even men, I am so grateful we hit 300 downloads on my first episode. I know for some people that's not a big number, but for me, it's like, wow, 300 people <laughs> listened to it. it. It was a little bit hard for me to post that episode because it was very vulnerable, vulnerable and but I'm super grateful for all of the messages that I got and I was surprised how much people would want to listen or cared or anything so I am super grateful thank you so much if you downloaded my episode uh it means everything to me after that episode honestly it was crazy that if you listened through it the whole entire to the very end, I talked about the hardship that I'm going through that my whole family is going through right now. Well, crazy enough, the after I posted that podcast the day after, the whole week has been a crazy week for my family and I. It's been, like I said, an emotional roller coaster. There's no other word for it, but... The emotions have been very, very sad and also very, very happy. My brother, the one that I ended up my podcast with, tried taking his life the day after I posted my podcast. I know it's very personal of me telling you guys what's going on in my life, but that is the podcast that I want to have just real raw conversations because a lot of people can relate and I feel like there's a lot of us and I feel like just knowing that there's someone that's also probably going through the same thing and that you're not the only one going through struggles even though it might look from like social media I know on my social media I'm always super positive because obviously I'm not going to be posting the negative but I just want you to know that everyone is going through something almost everyone that social media is not always the way that you think I'm not on social media posting you know my personal problems or things like that but I love that podcast you just have raw conversations and people can relate to you and I just love that so yeah the day that I posted my podcast I got a lot of love the day after I was with my family at Shakey's it's a local pizza place here where I live kind of with like games for the kids kind of like um what is it called that place Chuck E. Cheese very similar to that I was eating pizza wings and papas with my family and we ended up finishing eating we go play at the games with my kids and I get a call from my mom and I don't know why like I was with my kids and when I'm with my kids normally like I won't answer just because it was super loud but something told me like I looked at the phone I set it down I wasn't gonna answer and then I pick it up and I'm like let me just answer it says that it's my mom and then my mom 
you know, I answer the phone and my mom tells me, hey, Bernie, I don't know what's going on, but it's happening again. He's unresponsive in his room. The ambulance is here. I didn't know what was going on because my brother doesn't do drugs anymore or he doesn't even drink alcohol. And the last time they found him unresponsive was he was kind of like an overdose. That's what had happened a while back. So I was like, what's going on? My mom was telling me that he was very purple, that he wasn't breathing. And so the ambulance was there. So I hurried. I I was with my husband. So I left the kids with my husband and went over to my mom's apartment and they took him. Um, the ambulance took him to the hospital. Once we get to the hospital, I mean, at this point, nobody knows what's going on. We just know that he was unresponsive. My mom hadn't heard of him all day. So the way that she found him was... She obviously he hadn't come out of the room, but it's normal. He's always in the room. But this time, like he hadn't even gone out to get food or anything. And the last time my mom had heard of him was like at midnight the day before or that day, actually. But it was already like 7 p.m. And she still hadn't seen him like come out of the room. So she's like, what's going on? You know, so she has a spare key to his room. So she opened the door and my brother was on the floor. He was purple. And so my mom called the ambulance. So once we got to the hospital, they set him up and then they let us in and they were telling us that they were going to do blood tests and stuff like that, but that he was in a coma at that moment. He ended up being in a coma for about two days, three days, I believe. It was definitely heartbreaking to see him that way. Um, but we did find out that it wasn't a drug or anything. He was acting really weird the past week. He was with us during Halloween. He was super happy, which was rare. Even me and my sister were saying, wow, Bernie is doing amazing. Like he was talking to us and was just saying jokes and stuff like that. And then that happens and he was also I found this out after that that week he had been going to church a lot which is rare he wanted to go and they call it El Santísimo so he wanted to go pray and be there a lot which was weird so they pretty much told us that he tried taking his life we were not sure because we were waiting for the blood test but he has been in antidepressant pills a lot lately he has a really bad doctor that just prescribes him medication and so pretty much long story short if that's even how you say it um he tried taking his life with his pills of antidepressants and he was in a coma for three days luckily and gratefully he woke up and he's doing okay. He's not all the way there. He's like mentally not okay, but he's going to get the help that he needs. And I just am so grateful to God that he didn't end up actually, you know, taking his life. But in the midst of that, my sister had her baby. So it was, that's why I'm saying it was an emotion like a roller coaster of emotions because 
at a time that we were so sad, we were also so happy, you know, because my sister was having her her baby. She's having her first little girl. So I was with her through the birth, which makes me so happy because I have no more. I'm not having more kids. My husband, if you don't know, he ha- he got the vasectomy. So we're not having any more kids. So the fact that my sister lets me be there for the birth and just be there through it all makes me happy but she had a healthy baby girl her birth couldn't have gone any smoother and I'm just glad that that was really good and um yeah it's hard to be happy when this is going on you know but my sister and I you guys already know we're super strong and we're gonna get through this I'm trying to be there for my brother a lot um and I have been I would always pick him up and just try to be there for him so yeah that's what's been going on this week I do I am super happy that my little first niece was born her name is Nazanin Rosas she has a beautiful name and I love her so much it's crazy because I look at pictures from her of her and I just start crying because she's just so beautiful and my sister tells me that's exactly how I feel with your daughter so now I get to feel I mean I was already feeling that with her son but I don't know like with this little girl I just feel I just think I'm just happy that my sister gets to experience having a boy and a girl because I think they're both like the best thing ever. So that brings me to the title of this podcast and what we're going to be talking about today is working moms. I know a lot of my friends and people that I know are moms and even if you're not a mom like this podcast is still for you because I'm sure you're going to relate a little bit to it whether you're an entrepreneur or have a normal job or are a stay-at-home mom I've done them all so I know it's hard I think one of the hardest jobs is being a mom you want to be successful but you also want to make sure that you're there for your kids so that they don't grow up like you did with not a lot of love and attention and care and be there for your husband as well take care of the home cook clean you know you have to as a woman you don't have to but we do a lot and it's hard I was literally sitting on the table yesterday and every hour was taken since I got up and I finally got to sit down and I didn't know if I was sitting down and I'm like what do I do do I go visit my brother do I go with my kids because I had already been at the hospital a lot but I have been working because I've been pretty busy or I didn't know if to keep working because I had more work or you know I just sometimes you're sitting there and you're like what what do I do you just want to be there for everyone you know and it's hard being a mom and it's hard to have to do it all but I just want to share some tips and things that help me and I always like to say like I'm not perfect in any way like these are just the things that help me and what I do and if you want to take them then take them Um, but these are the tips that I that I do I was telling you that I've done them all. I've had a regular job. I've had, I've been a stay at home mom. I remember working 
9 to 6 p.m. and feeling guilty and stuff. So and then also I remember being a stay at home mom and how mentally exhausting it is when your husband comes home and he tries to give you a kiss. You're just like drained that you don't feel like being romantic or anything I remember my husband would get home and I would just like go to the bathroom for like an hour when he was there (laughs) to have some like peace Um, but yeah it's really hard and also entrepreneurs like it's the guilt if you're an entrepreneur you know that mom guilt is what gets you but yeah these are some tips that I learned and from everything from having a regular job being an entrepreneur being a stay-at-home mom these are things that have helped me stay like mentally okay because I know how like emotionally draining it can be and we love our babies I love my kids I am super blessed they are the most amazing kids I could have ever asked for and so beautiful Um, but yeah here are my tips I think when you have a bad day, you need to realize that that's okay. One thing about me is that if I wake up that day and I really can't, like, I just can't push myself, I allow myself to take that day off. I'll even cancel appointments if I really needed needed to. It has to be that I really can't. Like, I feel like a lot of women, there's those days that you wake up and you just cannot you're just tired you're just and they happen I think like once a month maybe twice let me know in the comments comment if that's true or if it's just me that we have one or two days where no matter if we try getting out of bed it's just you're just exhausted that happens to me at least once or twice a month and what I do is I allow myself like I'll tell my husband, hey, I just really can't today. I will let him know. And I think having a partner that is very supportive like that is helpful. I know sometimes they work and that's okay. Just get the thing that you need to get done if your kids go to school and then go back to bed. You know, don't force yourself on that day. That's what I do. That's what I do. And I really think that taking those days off and call into work, you know, you're not unless it's like really, really important day, then obviously you have to be, you know, professional and all of that. But if it's just a regular day, like you're not going to get fired or anything, take that day off. And I don't know if it's just easy for me to say. I just I remember if I had a regular job and if I had those days, I would call in like it's okay to call in. And yeah, I'll do whatever I want that day, just sleep and rest. And I know that when I have those days and I actually sleep and rest when the next day like it's like nothing happened I'm more happier I'm more productive and yeah another thing that I do is that has helped me a lot is a morning routine it doesn't have to be perfect and you will you will fall off but then just get right back to it and what I mean when I say morning routine it's like wake up one hour before your kids wake up 
and just read a book do meditation like they have in youtube meditations they're like 10 minutes long drink your coffee look at your goals do affirmations um exercise even if it's just 15 minutes like i don't exercise at this point to lose weight i mean i will get back to the gym but right now like when i'm not like hardcore at the gym that i'm trying to lose weight or something i will work out for 15 20 minutes and on the days that are good i'll go for 30 45 minutes and it doesn't have to be at 3 a.m or 4 a.m like just wake up at 6 a.m and if you your kids wake up at 7 then you have that hour to just like talk to yourself and be by yourself with no kids in the background or no work um that has helped me a lot just because it allows me to just be with myself and think quietly with no one talking so that's what i do and yes i fall out there's days that i end up waking up at seven but then i'll do it again the next day you know like i don't let myself be like i don't allow myself to be that hard on myself especially with kids but doing this for myself in the morning just makes me happier and more productive during the day just doing something for yourself not starting the day with doing that for yourself and not for anybody else it's really important for me Another tip is I don't prioritize cleaning. Obviously, I do like simple cleaning, like tidying up so that we're not living like in nasty stuff or anything like that. But for me, I hire a cleaning lady for the deep cleaning because it just saves me time. Cleaning does not make me happy. I know a lot of people use cleaning as like meditation well not me I don't do that <laughs> I don't I don't prioritize cleaning I'll tidy up my husband will help me if I'm too busy um, but if you don't have the money for that because I know that not everyone does don't try to keep your house spotless at all times and get everyone on board you know, like this house is not going to be spotless all the time, but just set yourself one day or two days out of the month in your calendar so that you do deep clean if you can't hire a cleaning lady. I think a cleaning lady is like the best $100 you could spend. Um, they deep clean and you don't have to be doing that. And you can spend more time doing something like being at the park with your kids, being more present or a date night or something. You know, I feel like cleaning is just not one of my priorities. And as soon as I had money to hire someone, I did it. I know that we're kind of expected to do this, but I just make sure that the house is tidied up like not nasty or anything like that but it's the best thing that you can do like if you work eight to six or nine to six do you really want to spend your evening or weekend cleaning when you could be out with your family or your kids or working like on your side hustle I just don't think I've never thought cleaning is the best use of your time in my opinion 
and that's just the way I think but if you like cleaning and it's a form of you know therapy for you then go at it but that's just my tips and that's what works for me my next tip is do something you love get a hobby you like I bet that your husband or partner has something that they love doing that they do after work um, or on the weekend, like video games or sports or if they like hunting. So why can't you make sure that you're making time for that, even if it means your partner will have to be with the kids? I don't like to say watch them because it sounds like they're not the dad, <laughs> um, but that's what they're supposed to do. And make sure you make time for that. Don't just be a mom, go to work, clean, cook, be for, there for your family and forget about yourself, you know. Trust me, the cleaning can wait and make sure that you listen to podcasts and YouTube videos and read books about the hobby that you like doing so that you can learn all about it and maybe turn it into a side hustle, you know, um, to make that extra money for your Starbucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, make sure that you prioritize a hobby and make time for it. For me, my hobby is my YouTube channel and my podcast. And I feel like doing that hobby keeps me happy. Like it makes me happy. It keeps my cup full. And I love that. Like I feel like I'm doing something that I love, something that I don't care if it doesn't make me money. It's something that I like doing. And so I would love for you to do that just because when you see it go live or when you see that thing that you love doing, it just makes you happy and keeps your when you go home or when you're home, you're just happier because you're doing something for yourself. My next tip is have date nights. I know sometimes it's hard, but I do feel like going on the day to day Sometimes you forget to be romantic during the day or throughout, you know, just the day to day. And so having date nights have helped me and my husband, like, we'll just go on a movie, we'll go get food without the kids, or we'll go to the casino. And just so that there's that, I guess I'm over here giving relationship advice, <laughs> But no, this just keeps us more romantic and it keeps our relationship happy. And in that day and night, we tell each other everything. We talk about like what's going on with my podcast because, you know, our husbands don't really care. <laughs> like they love us, but like they're just they're not going to go and listen to the podcast, at least my husband. So I kind of share my like what I'm happy about. And he tells me all about his stuff and and then it just feels like a date night, you know, and with kids, it's hard to be romantic and stuff. So, yeah, date nights have helped. We love them. We I wish we would do them more consistent. I always have them in my calendar for Friday, but lately life has been crazy. So we haven't gone on a date night. But when we do, we love like to go to the casino, go watch a movie, go on a nice dinner um, or you know, whatever. But yeah, date nights, I love them because you just get romantic with your husband and it makes your relationship better. And you're just, you guys are in the same page. I definitely think that when you have kids, 
you don't really prioritize your husband because you're so you know invested in your kids so that's why I love the date nights just because like we get to connect without the kids and we feel like we're dating again so yeah if you don't have date nights put them in your calendar and yeah you'll be happier with your partner and they'll be on board with your hobbies and all that my next tip is when you're with your kids, be present and embrace the stage that you're in in motherhood. Your kids will grow. There will be time to do what you love and to be successful. I'm not saying to forget about everything. I'm just saying embrace the stage. If you're barely having a baby, embrace it. Don't try to, you know, do things that will you'll regret later like focus on something else when your baby is a newborn because that time flies and there will be time where your kids are a bit older and they're gonna be you know playing on their own watching tv and you'll have time to do the things that you love and your kids will get older and older and you have time to do that business or do that thing that you want don't forget about your goals though if you have a goal, you can still do it. Just make time for it. Just be mindful of knowing where you're at in motherhood and that there will be time for what you want to do as well. My last tip, and it's a bonus, is have goals for yourself. Don't go with life, just living it day to day. I think working towards something, it keeps you really motivated. Or when you're down, you just remember your goals make sure that you write them down on your phone notes. That's what I do. Just having them super convenient in your phone. I feel like, yes, you can write them down in a paper, but you'll probably lose that notebook. I still think writing things down is amazing, but have your goals and dreams in your phone notes as well. So that when you're down, you're depressed, you're something's going on, you read that and it motivates you and you want to actually have action do things um i think doing that has helped me a lot just because yeah when i'm sad i just or something's going on i look at them and i'm like okay i need to get my butt up so these are all the tips that i have for you today i hope you enjoyed this episode I do think being a mother is one of the hardest jobs in the world. So if you are a mom, props to you. You are doing an amazing job and keep up the good work. We're not perfect, but we are here for our babies. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and thank you so much for listening.